Hello and welcome to the Absolute Creative Podcast, where we explore mindsets, methods, and tools for you to live in the most creative way possible, which means to start living the life you want to live. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Absolute Creative Podcast. Today is a very special episode. We have our very first guest. Her name is Holly Cheese from Australia. She's a good friend of mine. We met back in 2015. I'm not gonna disclose too much details because we actually go into it in the talk. So you can hear it from her and how we, how we met. So a few days ago, me and Holly reconnected via the release of my new book uh, called Cruising the Aurora. And she actually pre-ordered one copy of the book. And when I saw her name in the, in the mailing list, I instantly wanted to talk to her because I hadn't heard from her in a while. And so we reconnected. She told me that she had been going through a rough patch the past 18 months. Uh, somehow I mentioned the podcast. She listened to the first episode and she really connected with the message. And basically she saw and this podcast as a platform where she could share her story, uh, not only for other people to learn from her, but also to kind of work through letting her story, letting go of her story, you know? So I feel pretty honored that she took this time to tell us her story. She gets to a very vulnerable place. Um, she's a very brave soul, very kind soul. So it's, uh, it's a very good conversation and I hope you guys enjoy it. So without further ado, let's welcome Holly. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's nice to reconnect. We haven't spoken for a few months, but... Yeah, it's really good to speak to you and be here today. Yeah, it's it's really great to reconnect in such an amazing time, like great, great timing. And also, mm. I'm very thankful that you came back. Uh, I mean, that you came into the show um, wanting to share your story with us. Um, actually, let's talk about how we met. That was around 2015. Yeah, I think it was 2015. I um, wanted to do, I live in Sydney, Australia, I wanted to do a Europe trip with a friend and then we met on the boat and you stole my taxi in Croatia, <laughs> I believe. I, I don't remember stealing anybody's taxi, but that might I have do. <laughs> you, you vividly do because you were on, on like my back, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, um, you were sitting on the train with us that broke down from Florence to Ancona oh, and then we had yeah. to jump on the boat and we were going to miss the boat because the train broke down in like 50 degree heat yeah oh my god that train was horrible like it's so yeah. painful how sweaty I was and but yeah but then, you, crazy. but then you so kindly let me um take a shower in the cabin so that was uh, yes very very appreciated and that's exactly it, why we're even actually, after the taxi yeah that's guys just so you know that's why we're real friends because she actually let me shower <laughs> <laughs> he needed it guys he needed it <laughs> um today she's gonna share with us a story so why don't we just jump into that i'll let you take over 
Sure. So, I mean, after the Europe trip, like, you know, I was entering my early 20s and, you know, I, I didn't really think that I had anything figured out. Like, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do career-wise. I was just too busy having fun or what I thought was having fun. You know, I'm going out all the time. I'm, you know, meeting new people and I'm, I'm starting to become a part of this social group that I thought was, you know, fully okay and fully acceptable at the time. And it's now, you know, a couple of years later that I've realized that, you know, I was just destroying myself and I was just a part of this vicious cycle of mm -hmm. not caring about anyone around me. Like, you know, I started gambling, I started partying, I started just doing what I thought was okay and what I thought was normal. But it just, it really, it took me hitting rock bottom and kind of, you know, feeling like I was nobody and I had nothing and I wasn't worthy of anything. And I realized like, you know, I had just become a product of my own actions and, you know, my own undoings. If I had just stopped to realize, you know, amongst all this bad negative behavior, if I just realized what I was doing, you know, I could have stopped sooner, but I'm just grateful that I am where I am now. And, you know, I'm not a part of that toxic environment that I put myself in. Yeah. I mean, we, we can't, we shouldn't shame our, the part of ourselves that, uh, you know, that we didn't do it sooner. Like every, I, I believe that everything is perfect and I, I can relate in a way that there has been many parts of my life where I'm like, oh my God, I should have seen this sooner. But at the end of the day, I believe that we we just see it at the right time and at the right time that we can actually appreciate and mm. take the steps forward, right? Definitely. So tell us uh just how how did you how did you first like get into it, right? And then how or not get into it, but like think or realize that oh my god, I am in a in a ditch, you could say. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've, I've always grown up with, you know, an amazing family and, you know, I had lots and lots of friends. But I think for me, I kind of, you know, I work started work sooner than a lot of other people. So I was able to, you know, like afford things, you know, when my friends were mm -hmm. studying. And it was kind of only when I kind of, was in the position where, you know, if we went out, I wouldn't be able to buy everyone drinks and that kind of stuff. Like I realized like the people that I was surrounding myself with, they weren't genuinely there for my best interest. They just wanted mm -hmm. to be there for the fun, fast paced, you know, good times or whatever. Yeah. And it wasn't until I realized that I wasn't having a good time that these people weren't there for me and they didn't care. And I should have cared enough about myself to not be affected by that but like I really was you know I thought I don't have anyone around me that loves me and I don't have anyone around me that supports me but mm. the whole time in the background like I had my family and and a couple close friends that you know regardless of what I was doing and what I was going through those people were there for me and I actually uh, I met this guy you know while I was amidst this negative lifestyle mm. and it was a conversation with him and I can remember him saying, you know, this is rock bottom, like you've hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I just really believed what he said. And it was true. Like, you know, there was countless times where I was like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this and, you know, whatever, it's just a phase. 
but it wasn't until I realized how much it was affecting every part of my lifestyle. Like, you know, I wasn't going to work as much. I wasn't making that effort with, you know, those close people like my family. I was shutting them out and I was pushing them away because they wanted what was best for me, Mm -hmm. but I didn't. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I wanted all that stuff that I really was like, okay, shit, I need to do something. Like I've got to, I've got to change my lifestyle because if I don't, God knows where I'm going to end up. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Ah, wow. Like, and the only way I can, in my experience, uh, how I can relate to your experience is that when I was living in Prague, um, actually, I think it was after we met, maybe, um, Mm. I also was drinking a lot and I am not a person that drinks. I, I just don't. And I have owned that for quite a while now, but I, in that time where I was in Prague, like it's just so crazy how much uh, peer pressure can uh, mold our life and personality, right? And hundred percent. And once I got out of this uh, this friendship circle that was just pressuring me to do that, I totally just changed my life, you know. And it's funny to look back and it, to get back uh, in touch with anybody from that time, and then you're like somewhere some not actually you're not different you're just yourself right that's it and it's like I mean I like I'll hear from those people or I'll hear that they're still doing the same thing and I'm like wow man like it's time to grow up like and you are a product of the people you associate with but the Mm -hmm. problem for me was I was just associating with so many different people from so many different walks of life that I just started to become this enigma where I would mold into whatever they were or whatever they were doing. Like, like you, I'm not a massive drinker. And like, you know, I might have a glass of wine with dinner every now and again, but I don't, I don't enjoy writing myself off and I don't enjoy, you know, watching the sun come up and like the thought of that now makes me feel sick. But at the time, I was like, woo, party. Like, Cringe. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, yuck. Like, what was I thinking? Yeah. And what are those people still doing? Like, surely not. Uh, definitely. That's that's so relatable. Like, I, I don't... I also think about, like, people just being like, hey, yeah, let's go out. Let, let's go out for, like, a night out, like, drinking. I'm... I'm just like so turned off. It's like if there's a bigger turn off, like that that is it. Like if a girl is like, yeah, let's, let's go out and let's get wild. Like I'll be like, no, thanks. <laughs> no, good. thanks. And it's like, I honestly, I used to be like, yeah, that sounds so much fun. Like, you know, loud music, lots of people. Like if you put mm-hmm. me in a room with those people tonight, I could swear to you, my anxiety <laughs> would be so bad. I just, yeah. I don't want to be... I think for me, I think, you know, obviously each to their own, if they want to go and do that, they can go and do that. But for me personally, knowing how far I've come from what I was like when I was hanging out with them, like I don't ever want to go back to being that person. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, those kinds of actions that they're doing, like, you know, partying or drinking or whatever it is, those situations just remind me of the toxic, like I was so underweight like I mean I was 38 kilos at one point like oh my god that's yeah like I was and it's I wasn't taking care of myself I wasn't eating right I was drinking too much I was 
not sleeping properly, like just excessively every toxic thing you can think of. Like, Mm -hmm. and I didn't see it. And like, I look back at photos now and I'm like, oh my God, like how did someone not look at me and say, you look sick? Like, I just didn't care. I just, I thought I was killing it. (laughs) Like I thought I looked great. Yeah. I didn't, but. Yeah. I mean, you know, I can relate to this because I, I mean, I've never been overweight or underweight, but mm. I've, I, I've never had like, I've never been comfortable with my body. Right. And yeah. that also comes back from like society and who you, um, who you're around or what your mm. family talks about, you know? Yeah. And uh, I am at now at the point where I'm actually just looking in the mirror and I'm like, you look quite well like it's uh, yeah it's healthy. Not like, yeah you you look healthy exactly that's that's the word like you look healthy you're you're not like ripped or you're not like fat you're yeah. just like in the right spot right and I sl- and I and I made a commitment to myself of uh now just if for example my diet I I'm, I'm still experimenting with several diets and it's no longer for like the fat loss as it used to be for like years like maybe since 2013 i just been like really really experimenting because i really wanted to you know lose the weight and stuff but now it's more about how it makes me feel and how my body feels and like just if it enhances my way of living right so yeah that part of self-love in the uh through diet it's very important yeah and i think it's not so much like for, for me before it the it was it was a lot like a lot of my life was focused on a perceived image of how people saw me you know mm-hmm. they see me as tanned and outgoing and you know loud and mm-hmm. friendly but looking back like i wasn't healthy like right now i'm at you know i'm at a good weight my mind is clear i don't have any guilty conscience because i'm not doing anything wrong and it's like before that like you know i felt bad when i was sober to realize like you know i shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff or i can't believe i let my work down you know i should have gone into the office today and it's like those things really impacted me after like at the time I didn't care I was just like whatever I'm living my life like I'm going out who cares but it wasn't for me it was difficult because when I wanted to change and when I started to change I was faced and I was forced to deal with all the things that I'd been pushing under the rug like you know I owed my work an apology I owed my family an apology and I owed myself an apology right you know I that was the reason that so many things in my life were going wrong. And, and at the time I was just blaming everyone like, Oh, I'm so unlucky. Like, why is this happening to me? But it was all happening to me because I let it happen to myself. You know, I put myself in in that negative situation and I got a negative outcome. Like, why was I surprised by that? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, I really like how you just uh, pointed out that we are the exact uh cause of our reality right we are the ones responsible for what is happening in our lives and so i want to expand on that like i i want to i want to go deeper into how you kind of saw this and like took responsibility right like or how were you how did you actually 
first found that it was your fault and then you just took responsibility for it? I think for me, I was offered the opportunity to get out of Sydney and get out of where I was living and where I was, you know, doing this kind of negative behavior. And I jumped at the chance to remove myself from the situation. Perfect. And I slept and I slept and I slept and I slept. Like I caught up on years of sleep (laughs) in a few weeks. And it wasn't until I was really started to feel almost human again, started to feel like myself, you know, I was waking up not being like, oh, what am I doing today? Like I was waking up and I was just being present in the moment. Right. And I think once I once I realized that by me re- removing myself from the situation, I was able to look at it from a different point of view. Like when I was, you know, doing all those bad things, I, was, I had tunnel vision, you know, it was, I've got to do this, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until I took a step back that I realized that there were so many other things that I could have done. Like, you know, it this sounds crazy in a way, but like when I was gambling heaps, like, you know, I'd borrow money to gamble on the chance to win more mm-hmm. just so I could, you know, pay that person back, but then have some. And it was like, you know, I didn't have to do that. If I didn't go out drinking for a week, you know, I would have had that money. I didn't like, it's all these different negative toxic things mm-hmm. that I just felt like I was being suffocated by by bad decisions right and removing myself from that and just taking you know two weeks three weeks to just focus solely on me not speak to anyone not answer to anyone not you know worry about anything other than myself I was like okay this is on me I need to do something like Mm -hmm. you know what are my options and it and it was slowing down Mm -hmm. from this fast-paced lifestyle that I lived Mm -hmm. to actually realize okay this is the situation i'm in i can either fight or flight like i can either do something about it and you know be proud of who i am or i can just sit here poor old me complain and hope that it goes away and gets better wow that's and it's obviously yeah obviously i mean i've worked hard to get to where i am now like it took a lot to make amends to myself and my family and my boyfriend and just be like look you know, that wasn't me when I was doing all of those things. I, you know, I wasn't like, it was me doing them, but it wasn't who I wanted to be. Like that was the worst possible version of myself that all these people had seen me in light. And I I didn't want people to see me like that anymore. I wanted people to see me for, for who I am, for, you know, a caring person, an introverted person, uh, an inquisitive person. Like I love to learn. And I think it was learning about myself that I was really like, whoa. Wow, that's so powerful. And uh, I just want to I just want to let you know something, though. Um, I know that, like, we're not the closest friends at all, like, because, of course, distance. And uh, yeah, I mean, we just met twice, actually, because I, I did come to visit you like around 2018. You did. And it was so awesome, yeah. like seeing you there. And thanks for the uh, avocado toast it was great <laughs> you're welcome uh, <laughs> welcome to Australia yeah that was great that was great um but you know what even from afar when I would see you like on snapchat or it was on the instagram mostly I think um and I would mm. see you just going to all these parties I don't know why mm. but I honestly always thought to myself that that doesn't look like 
who she is because when I met you, like just that gesture of you, like letting me take a, um, you know, a shower in the cabin, and that was like you, you always um gave me the impression that you had such a warm heart and that you were just such an open and loving person, even for the very small like window that we actually met. I always got that from you, and it was just weird to me. For me, it just didn't match the image that you were showing, and in the person that I felt like you were, just didn't match. And that I was like, okay, may maybe there is people like that in the world. But now, like you're telling me this story, I was like, huh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy that you say that because, firstly, thank you for saying that. Like, I mean, you realizing like you know it, it wasn't like me letting you into our garden to use a shower and you know after a 10-hour train ride and you know an overnight boat trip like for you to to say that kind of comment about the warm open heart and that was how you saw me like those few weeks that I spent to myself that's what I want people to know me for and I had spent the last few years creating this fake persona of you know loud outgoing party whatever but that's not who I am and I'm glad that, you know, you met me on the occasion where I was just me. Like, you know, I am just me right now having this conversation and it's it's daunting, you know, if people hear this, what are they going to think? But it's like, I'm not doing anything in this moment other than just being myself and trying to, to let people know that, you know, everyone will go through things, but it's kind of what you learn. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, for you to say that, you know, you thought that the Instagram photos didn't match up with the person you met. Like that to me reiterates the fact, like how far I've come because that's not who I am. You know, I like, I don't have social media anymore mm -hmm. and it's so nice. It's so nice. Cause I just don't care. I don't care what you're doing in your party or, mm. you know, on this boat or in France, like, right. you know, you and I reconnect after years apart and it's, for no other reason other than we just genuinely want to catch up and have a real conversation it's not oh look at me doing this like it's just genuine and I miss those connections so much for the last few years because I just didn't think I needed them yeah I mean now now you recognize the the genuine connection mm. to like what's fake it's in like yeah social media is great if you know how to use it but it can also be draining and also a lot of people will use it to like just keep tabs on you exactly and it's like really really fucking weird i said it's, it's almost like people want to see what you're doing mm -hmm. so that they can talk about it it's not because they care like you know someone said to me they go oh i couldn't find you on social media like oh my god what's happened mm -hmm. and i'm like what's happened is i've realized i don't need it <laughs> yeah like if i'm a genuine friend of someone's you know they'll reach out they'll call me they'll send me a whatsapp message they'll talk to me they won't be like oh but i saw online you were doing this like you know people mm -hmm. can perceive things online very different to how they are like i could post a photo of me sitting in a yacht with a hundred monkeys but like it doesn't mean it's a reality that's true like you know what they say like uh instagram is the highlight reel of everybody's life right 
And I think that even applies exactly. to me. Like, if you go to my Instagram, you'll see like amazing pictures from all over the world. Yeah, but your pictures are amazing, and people love seeing that yeah. because they're real. Yeah, but but I still feel like it's a highlight reel. It's, that's not my life every single day. I mean, hopefully one day, but it's still not my life every single day. I do try to make uh, my life a little bit fun and interesting by uh, you know experimenting with you know diets and. Uh, practices such as meditation and for example this kind of podcast but yeah but this stuff is interesting you know like this stuff it you know if people hear it or people see something it emotes a feeling within them like you know your pictures might inspire someone to go outside and exercise or go see the beautiful sights of the world like those pictures I think have a very different kind of backstory to most of the photos and stuff that you see on social media like you know there's girls out there posting photos of them you know in a bikini on a boat like what feeling is that emoting in anyone other than sexual like yeah okay well there's thank no you substance very much. behind their stuff <laughs> there's substance behind your images there's uh, no substance behind a lot of the stuff out there well i really appreciate that that was uh an un unforeseen uh, and welcome compliment. So, <laughs> um, but you know, going back to uh, those two weeks that you you took, were, were you in a retreat or were, were where did you go? I was actually in Asia, so I was offered the opportunity to fly overseas and just kind of get away from everything. And mm. I mean, honestly, if I hadn't have taken that opportunity and I'm so grateful for it if I hadn't have taken that you know I don't I don't know I hope that I would have changed and you know I still would be who I am today when I you know talk about this podcast but like I, I don't think I would have been able to initiate the changes unless I had fully removed myself from the situation yes so I think knowing that I had someone there that cared about me and real the real me mm -hmm. you know the one who needed to sleep for a few weeks and the one that needed to get out of the parties and out, away from those people like I think for me that was really refreshing knowing that I, I there were people out there that had my best interest at heart because at the time I didn't have my best interest at heart like I literally mm -hmm. did not give a crap yep. about anything other than living my supposed best life which right. was not great at all. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I can totally relate in a very different way. So before moving to Norway, uh, about almost actually a year ago, I left uh, Switzerland. I was living in Switzerland for like about six months with my previous girlfriend. And mm. I was a mess. Like I, I, I had still been traveling since the, okay, not since the time we met, but since like 2017 so i was i was just constantly on the go i didn't have any like stream of money i didn't have like a fallback plan if something went wrong and i thought that um this this person was the one that i wanted to just stay and that's why i decided to stay in switzerland right and things mm -hmm. weren't going well and i was like just so uh stubborn of staying there and wanting to make this work but it wasn't clearly and it wasn't until i removed myself from the situation and like 
taking a decision such as leaving, even though I didn't want to, uh, that I finally saw like who I was and how badly I treated myself because I mm. would, for example, my, my common theme is like in relationships, I, I go into relationships that the, the person and, and not to say that the other people are bad. It's just my bad filtering system. You could say, <laughs> um, yeah. um, that they don't appreciate me for who I am. And I find comfort in that in a way, like I wanted people that to find me, or I would make an excuse to be like broken, but I knew I wasn't broken because I've always felt very abundant in my life. Very lucky. I mean, I could go, I mean, there's going to be a special episode of me talking about how, how and why I feel lucky. So I'm not going to go really into it, but yeah, um, there's a lot of things that I can just look back and be like, wow, I'm like the luckiest guy probably in the world. But at the end, at the end of the day is just because I decided just like you to look like, take a step back, take account and say, is this really who I am? And then yeah. just go after what you really want. That's it. And it's like, it's okay. If you take a step back and you realize, you know, I'm unhappy and I want to make changes like that, that's okay. Because it gives you somewhere to start from. Like, you know, like we were talking about social media, people perceive themselves as they have everything together. And for me, I felt a lot of pressure because everyone's always like, oh, you, you know, you know so many people and you're always busy. And it's like, they thought, that that was fulfilling for me but it offered me no real fulfillment like it didn't give me any good outcomes like I didn't feel good about myself I didn't feel good about what I was doing mm -hmm. but everyone else seemed to be okay with it and once I realized that I don't have to be okay and I don't have to have everything together and I'm okay to have made mistakes as long as I know that they're mistakes and I don't ever want to go backwards. Like, mm -hmm. I think for me, it's about realizing all of these things and everyone will realize things at different times. But, you know, I realized them at the right time for me and, you know, I made changes and I'm, I'm happy now. Like, sure, don't get me wrong. I'd love to be in the South of France right now or, you know, on a beach somewhere, but I'm happy with a quiet, content life. Right. And I've never had that before. So it's almost like kind of restarting or, you know, being reborn in a way because I'm finding all these things that I've never done before and I'm getting so much joy out of them. Like just small little simple things like reading or fishing. I love fishing. Like mm -hmm. just strange little things like cooking. Yeah. I, I used, well, I never used to eat. And it's like, now I love cooking. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's all these little, and writing. I love to write now because I can pen my thoughts and my feelings down and no one's going to judge me for them. I mean, sure, if it gets published, people might, but why <laughs> yes. not? Yeah, you, you sound like you're savoring life more. You, like every single thing, it's just, mm. it's just amplified because you're living from a place of authenticity, right? And just doing what you exactly. want and not what you people are expecting of you so and it, i don't feel bad about that no like i don't you should people not. You should. And, but there are people out there that are like you know you never come out anymore and you never do this and it's like i don't because i don't want to like that's mm. why i don't feel bad about it like right. i'm sorry if you know you were counting on me to be there but if 
if I don't want to be there, I'm not going to be there. Exactly. And you know what's funny? I That's something I still struggle. Like, I am still kind of like, oh, okay, if I get new friends and if they expect me to go outside and I say no, they'll just think I'm weird. But I just yeah. know that that's that's who I am. Like, I don't like, uh, you know, staying up late. I will it will give me like a hangover. Like the next day I'm useless and it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it. But yeah, so I wanted to close with, okay, you, now we know who you were and now we, I want to know, uh, can you tell us how you see yourself like for the next years? Like, do you, do you have a plan of like things that you want to experience things that you want to learn um, or how do you see yourself today? Like, I mean, I don't have a set plan. You know, I have things that I'd like to do and things that I'd like to accomplish. Like, you know, I'd like to settle down and, you know, meet someone and start a family, but I don't want to do that kind of stuff before I fully accepted my past. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have days where I struggle and I'm like, Oh, I'm a piece of shit. I can't believe I did that. But it's like, you know what, I've done it and I can't do anything about that now. I can only change where I'm going. Mm -hmm. And so it's for me, it's about more day-to-day -day life and making conscious decisions like, you know, do I really want to stop in and see that friend if I know that it could be potentially a bad situation for me? Or, mm -hmm. or do I want to ring that person and catch up with them because I feel bad I haven't? But, right. you know, the outcome of the phone call is just going to be like, oh, let's get a drink, like, So I think for me, it's more about taking steps mm -hmm. in my day-to-day -day life right. and kind of just keeping on the path that I'm on. So, you know, just doing the things that I enjoy, hanging out with my family, you know, talking with my friends, writing my book, attempting to do yoga, which I'm terrible at, like mm -hmm. little things like that. Yeah. And then I end up where I end up, like. I'm confident that I'm going to go in the right direction now because I feel like I've got the tools to help me get there. You know, I've got that support network and I've got, you know, savings now. I've got I've got things that I haven't had before. So right. if I just keep keep on the path that I'm on, I think I'm going to be okay. Yeah, it it sounds like it, maybe not to the listeners, but to me it sounds like a great plan like living the day by day. Do you do you practice meditation by any chance? I don't, but that's only because I like I'm trying to, but I don't really have the patience for it at the moment. I'll give it 10 minutes and then I'm like, no. Uh -huh. Well, you don't have, <laughs> you don't have to start like uh, you know, yeah. like 30 minutes. That's but way I'm too working much. on it. Yeah. I mean, I actually started uh, last year with five minutes um mm. and then it's, it it is started increasing like every single day i mean every single two mm. weeks or something and now i'm up yeah. to like 217 days of meditation and wow awesome. yeah every single day like no no fail no matter what time it is at least five minutes and yeah that's been a great contributor to my peace you could say even though yeah. it sounds wacky, but it really does help. So that's why I was curious about if you were doing any sort of meditation. But the, I think I think in a way I am because uh -huh. I'm starting to think more about how I feel and how things make me feel. So yeah. I mean, I suppose 
I'm spending, you know, five minutes, 10 minutes, however long Mm -hmm. as reflection time. Like I'm not sitting there being like, dear diary, you know, I'm just, I'm consciously making it an effort in every decision I make. Like how will that make me feel? Who will that affect? That's that's exactly what meditation is. You are mindful of go. what you're what you're doing. You're connecting from like what you think you want and what you want to experience. Yeah. That's that's uh that takes a lot of uh that takes a big level of self awareness. So kudos to you. Uh, I'm very Thank happy you. to Thank hear you. this. Like you have no idea. I'm you can't see it, but uh many of many times that you were talking, I was just nodding. I was like, yeah, that's the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say, or I can't stress enough uh, that I'm really proud of you. Like, even though, as I said, we're, we're not really present in each other's lives. I, I can honestly say that it, it's, it's not easy to, to do what you did. Um, so yeah, I just want to say, I, I am proud of you and I'm happy that you're happy and that you're moving into the right direction. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it can only keep going in the direction that I want it to go in and I want it to go in a good direction. So bring it on. Exactly. I mean, and just to clarify to our listeners, like when I mean right direction, the only right direction is where you want it to go. It's, it's not about there is a right or wrong path. Exactly. So it's I, I don't want it to sound like yeah, there's there is a right place to go and there is a wrong place to go. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Nice. Well, um I think this will be it for, for today. What do you think? I think so too. I thought about that quote that you asked me, like what would my um you know final final note be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, so I think for me, one piece of advice or, or one kind of statement that really sticks with me and and helps me to make a conscious decision to want better and be better is um, never forget where you came from, where you're going or where you want to be. Right. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, I like it feels good yeah i feel like it just connects it's just boom (laughs) mic drop (laughs) yeah so good well i just want to thank you so much for joining us today and for opening up uh i know that it might have not have been very easy and so i appreciate your courage and your vulnerability um and hope to have you again sounds good can't wait Great. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, everyone. So there you have it, guys. That is it for today. I want to thank Holly one more time for being such a great guest, our very first guest in this podcast. I will keep you guys updated on the release of her book because I know that I will be waiting for it impatiently. I know that it's going to be full of good stuff like today's conversation. On another note, I will leave a link to my book, which is about a project that I've been working on for a year and a half now. Maybe I have mentioned it before in other episodes. So if you want to go check that out, the link will be on the show notes. And one last thing. Remember, if you liked this episode, if you liked this podcast, please refer to just one friend. That's all I ask. 
thank you guys very much for tuning in and until next time